Hi, everyone. Welcome to Jack AM FM, the audio only version of Jack AM, the uh, daily live streaming morning show on Twitch. Yeah. Hey, if you want to watch the live stream version, we're 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific. And that's uh, twitch.tv slash Jack AM. But if you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast version. And hey, we're going to try to upload these uh, within two days of every live Twitch stream. If we miss an episode, and you really, really want the podcast version, go ahead and DM us. But otherwise, we're going to be putting these up as often as humanly possible on, yeah. on our podcast. Um, so uh, if we fall behind, we will come back. And uh, we know some people prefer the podcast version, so we're going to do our best to keep it as updated as possible. So enjoy Jack AM FM. And if you like what you see, check out twitch.tv slash Jack AM every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific. Wow. Hello, wow. Everybody. hello wow. everybody. Wow, hello everybody. Wow, hello everybody. Hello everyone. Wow. Hello everyone. It's an all new brand new. It's Jack AM. We're it's here. It's KDM. It's an all new brand new. That is true. That is true. It's KDM. It's an all new brand new. It's Jack AM. It's Friday. It's Hello. May 24th. It is May May the 24th be with you. Is May the 24th be with you. It's 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. It is May 24th. Jack. 2019. As, as many of you know in the chat, Jack will be doing a... Look how awake I look. A 16-hour stream <laughs> starting at 11 a.m. today. It is not going to be on this channel, uh, but we will be hosting it if you yeah. come here. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. Uh, it's going to be terrible. It's we're going to be hosting. Yeah, a lot of people. We have a lot of people coming by to guest and stuff like that. Alana Johnson, uh, Joe Hartzler uh, are going to be here in person. I think Kendall Mayhew and uh, John uh, 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 John Motter. Uh, John Ford. A lot of people. Joan Ford is going to come. Maybe. That's cool. A lot of people are going to come by. We're going to have people over the the voice chat. I think we'll have the go off kings on voice chat. I think we'll get you know, you know, uh, Mitch. Maybe maybe you know maybe even Armin and and Mitch will show up at some point. Uh, we'll see what happens. I am going to try to relax between nine and eleven a.m. Nine um, eleven. But I'm also going to. I have to. You know. Um, <laughs> I have to. You know. Uh, I have to like do some stuff. I have to set up the stream and hopefully go buy some, some, some weed vaporizer, some vape. Some, I some think weed. you should take like a little rest weed. right after this show. Yeah, I think I will. And then after that, go run some errands. We will see what happens, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I can't say anything about the mystery gamer. Um, anyway, uh, of course, um, uh, yep. I am a documentarian now. Yes. I've been documenting Jack's lead up to his 16 hour stream. Kind of a 24 7 about a 16 hour. I don't know what 24 7 is. It's like an HBO documentary about, you know, uh, like the guy, the guys that box, the boxers. Every time a boxing is going to happen, they get out there and film them, you know? Will you sing your famous song, Gamers Day, in honor of your big Gamers Day? <laughs> gamers Day, Gamers Day, time to play some video games. It's a good song. I will be on multiplayer for some periods. I think so. I did get it set up so that I can do multiplayer. Maybe I'll stay on multiplayer the whole the whole time. Okay, anyway. check your DMs later. <gasps> gamers Day, Gamers Day. Time to play some video game. Ew. 
good song that you got there. Um, I do want to show a sneak preview of my documentary. Oh, yeah. Do you have the link? Um, Well. Or do you want to wait for it to I'd be later? I want to wait till more people can see it. Let's see. Where are we right now? Okay. Well, there is no Watch of Watson any longer. We've uh, we've finished the film. However, we're trying a less democratic approach. We are trying a less democratic approach to... Uh, the 16-hour the stream, Yeah. to answer your question in the chat, keep trucking, Yeah. will begin at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific. 11 a.m. Pacific till 3 a.m. Uh, Pacific. I wish it was till 3 a.m. like... You know, Japan time. <laughs> I'd be done in just a couple hours. Well. All right. Yeah, you decided to do this. I know. Well, should we watch? So, first of all, the new we have a new minute movie, and we're trying a less democratic approach. This okay, time. so Shampoodler has selected a film. Shampoodler has selected a film, and we're not going to say what it Our is. Our glorious leader. We will not say what the film is. Okay. You have to. We will have to find out by paying five hundred and one bits. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't fuck it. Alright, I'll fix the sound. That's not the right sound. I want to fix that douche. Alright. He even sent like a sound for us to play, too. I just forgot to upload it. Wow, so it really is a mystery. Alright. We ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What is it? Oh, wow, this is a good choice. I saw the title. <laughs> Such a good choice. You guys are gonna love this. Wow. Wow. You know I know like one of the producers of this movie. Oh, okay. Maybe we're gonna get him to come on. He's Canadian. It's a Canadian film. That's all I'm gonna This say. first one might be might not be the it might not be the one. We might not find out. Oh boy. Oh boy. Papa loves mambo. Mama loves mambo. Look at him sway with it, getting so gay with it, shout no lay with it. Wow. If you were to grow up in the best of all places, it would be our little Italy. We had the perfect. I have to stop right there. Wow. We went five seconds over. We went five seconds over, and I'm going to actually be pulling it back. That's because I was trying to get the right sound set up, and we're pulling back six seconds. Pulling back for seven seconds there. Mm. We're back to there. Fixing the sound. Let me just fix the sound. We just fix it. So as you all know, the secret is out. We are watching Little Italy. Little Italy starring Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts. Yeah. Hold on a second here. The 2018 film? 17? Uh, 2018 film. There we go. That's the right sound. That's the right sound. Let's save that. Okay. Okay. So, a little, a little, little Italy is what the segment is called. It is a little, little Italy. Wow, we have two in a row now to watch. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Hold on. Save settings. Let's try that. 
Hey, I'm watching here. What the hell? Hold on. Let's I don't see. think it takes. I think it takes place. If I'm not. There we go. Wow, we have now, now three more minutes to watch. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I think this movie takes place in like the much less famous Toronto's. Little, all right, let's watch. Wow. Could be wrong. <gasps> if you were to grow Alyssa up Milano, in the best wow. of all places, it, it would be our little Italy. We had the perfect childhood. Well, maybe some would say we weren't so perfect. Him, for instance. Oh my God. Yeah, definitely him. <laughs> I love him. I love Aiden. God, we were such little shits, weren't we? <laughs> Poor Mr. Ganucci. <laughs> hey. Poor Mr. Ganucci, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, that's you. Hey, what's up? What are you doing there? To the worms. To us, Little Italy wasn't just a few city blocks. Whoa. Hi, Mr. Vitali. Hey, Mario. It was our entire world. Hey, this, we knew hey. everyone. And hey, everyone Batali. knew hey, us. Mario. Mario that was Mario Batali. Was that Mario Batali saying that? that Mario Nikki, even back then, you had a reputation. What? As being super competitive. I mean, you Mario? always wanted to beat me. You always wanted to beat me, eh? You always wanted to beat me over there. All right, I know we have two more to do. I have to update the... Mi- oh, wow, we have now three more to do again. Mr. Ganucci, yeah? We got Mr. Ganucci, Mr. Batali. Another minute for Mario Ganucci, Mario Batali. Hey, that's not to mention Mario wow, Soprano. this is quite a good choice. <laughs> right. Did beat you. When I let you. Seriously? Three more to watch. Maybe I no longer believe in democracy. See? I won. Won what? A concussion? You okay? I love that I can beat you, stupido. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know stupido. you do, stupida. I know you do, stupida. Come on. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Wow. So being a cow the is about three things. Oh, uh, that's tradition, a good Passion. Yeah. And pride. And we were raised on all of it. Leo, do you want to dance with me? Not in a million okay. years. Not in a million years. So I love that this, like, this, like, kid is supposed to grow up to be, like, for the first time ever, we're going to announce the winner of Little Italy Best Pizza. Yeah, that's right. One of the most beautiful judges men of all time. So, we need to do it. Come on down, everyone. And here it is. Little Italy's pride and joy. Pizza Napoli. Pizza Napoli. Okay. We've one got two more. more. One more. We've two got more. two more. Wow. We've got two more. So far, I don't hate it because I'm like, you know, we got some Hayden coming up here. I like that the movie so far is them doing just like a DVD commentary on yeah, their childhood. On their childhood. Yeah. It's like, hey, and then there was uh, Mr. Batali, huh? All right. Two, uh, two more minutes, right? Please made the best pizza in the world. It was always full of love okay, and chaos. But delicious chaos. Okay, I got one. Our fathers were best friends. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> little, sometimes. See the good-looking guy there tasting the sauce? That's my pa, Salvatore Angioli, the maestro of marinara. And the guy spinning the maestro my pa, of Vincenzo Campo, the don of dough. <laughs> really? The don? That is such a stereotype. Really? That's poetic. Hey, Vince, how you got your crust to be so thin and crispy? Well, Mikey, that's a family secret. And the secret is two teaspoons of nanya. Nanya. Nanya? What the hell's Nanya? It's none of your business, Mikey! <laughs> all right, all right. You jump loose. Hey, Mikey, hell? what about my mother's special sauce, huh? My man, what's your secret? 
So one guy does Every the Every time bread. I make the sauce, Wait, I say what's three and Mary. She's funny. <laughs> All right, one more minute. I'm trying to get the image here. Sorry. Uh, just give me one second here. I want to read it anyway. Oh, see, that's the thing. Sometimes when you download something from Twitter, it downloads it as a JFIF. A JFIF? I heard a GIF. I heard a JPEG. Jack. But JFIF? No one cares about this. All right, let's watch one more minute. This is going to be minute number four of A Little Little Italy. From God above, <laughs> this sauce comes. Manja, everybody, manja. Manja. Jay Fifth? And the kiss that I gave. Stop. 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 Is that a listener? Yes. I, I love to make. Let these people. Yeah, I think that was later. I'm working on it. All right. Not in front of the kids. How do you think the kids got? Alyssa Milano well, knows that, that, but they don't know that. My parents. Come in. Every day they dance to Aldi La. And so did they. <laughs> oh, yeah, Andrea Martin. Where you to me? Were you playing in a pigsty? I won. I let her. Did not. Did too. Ma, go get clean. My daughter's a champion goalie. Yeah, father won't stop bragging about it. Ah, shut up. Nah, you shut up. Hey, Leo, Leo, go see an owner make the dough. Leo, I got a call from Mr. Ganoush. It was Nikki. Why did he say that? Leo, wash your hands. <laughs> okay, no, no. Wow, I love it. I think the pizza looks great, too. Skip on the cheese. Don't skip. Take a shot. All right, everybody, that's a little, little Italy. Wow, what a great film. Hey, who's your Papa Zola? Hey, there's Mr. Vitale, there's Mr. <laughs> Whatever. That's good so far. This is, yeah, this is good. I like hey, it. Hey, so we've got a great show for you today. We sure do. Drew Spears is joining us oh, in, yeah. in the second hour. Yeah, that's going to be great. We're going to be talking about Chris Kattan's book, Baby Don't Hurt oh, Me. Oh, boy. There is he's, a... Uh, Drew's coming on and we're to promote his show on Wednesday here, What's it called? here it's in called LA. Cook Blub. Cook Blub. It's, Cook a, Blub. it's a comedy book club. It's very. It's. It's. I think you get a discounted ticket if you read the book. <laughs> um, Do you have to prove you read the book? Is it like no? A, I think you just it's honors system. Oh, okay. Um. It's. It's gonna be a really fun show. Cool. That's seven thirty next week at uh, Blue Rooster Art Supplies in in the Blue back. Rooster. They have a little event space in the back. That's cool. So um, that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be like um, it'll be a classy evening. Yeah, Jackie, be good. you should come. It'll be fun. Uh, so what do we got here? Um, uh, it's gonna be a stacked show. We've got Jamie Loftus, Carl. Tart, oh wow, Brandon Scannell. Wow, quite the show. Quite Haley Hepworth is in it. Show Brad Evans. Quite the show. Me, quite the show. me, I'm in it. You're in it. You're in it too. Um, but w- but we will be talking about Chris Kattan just a bit, just hey. a bit today at uh, around in the eight o'clock hour. And so, guess what? Yeah. Endeavor has gone public, Kate. All right, so we're on topic number one. Topic number one: Endeavor has gone public. Endeavor, Endeavor has gone public. Endeavic? If you don't know what, en- if you. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, you know what? I'm tired a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I did have to go ahead and see Aladdin. Yes, you saw Aladdin at like 10, at 15, 10 15 last, last, night. last night. I was about to go. There was some talk originally of me going to see this movie. You bought a what? ticket. Well, I didn't buy a ticket. I have the AMC pass. I just didn't I, I just didn't show up for the, the free ticket that I got or whatever. Not free, but the one I signed up for. You know what I mean? Couldn't I use your ticket or do they check no, your they ID? No, they do check your ID. Damn. <laughs> they do actually check your ID. Um, what'd you think? Um, eh, it's fine. 
That's not what you said before the it's show. Not great. You said it was bad. It, you know what? It is? It's like going to a theme park version of the original movie. It's fine. It's like you're like, oh, I'm in Aladdin land. That sounds like shit to me. I'm in Aladdin land. Here's my thought about about the Aladdin movie. Um, is that I'm like, I think that Beauty and the Beast was only elevated from being like a Friday night production of Be- of Beauty and the Beast on ABC by the special effects. Like, I think if you look at that movie, like, if you actually look at Bell's Town and stuff, it's like, it looks like shit. Like, it doesn't look like the set is not good. It does not that good of a look. The costumes don't even look that good. It was really the effects that, like, made that movie feel like a movie. And then I think about Aladdin, and I'm like, oh, there's just a lot more people in Aladdin. There's a lot less, like, like talking fucking teacups and stuff like that. So I think it's going to look way more like shit. I watched last night. Oh, you know what I got to say? What's that? It's better than Beauty and the Beast. No way. Yeah, it's better. It's definitely better than Beauty and the Beast. It's 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 better than Beauty and the Beast. And I will say, Aladdin is hot as fuck. Well, by the way, Beauty and the Beast was really bad. I don't. Who cares? I'm talking right now. I know. I'm talking right now. I get it. Um, uh, Aladdin is really hot. Let's see what else. The genie is kind of like horny. Weird. The genie. No, not, not me too. He's horny. What do you think of this? It looks bad. It's like there's not. They're not going to that many places. It's like unexciting. Like just standing in one set. There's like nothing going on. It's like less exciting than the cartoon. Clearly. <laughs> Obviously not as good. Okay, you can stop playing. Also, Will Smith is not a very good singer. He's a good rapper. Prince Ali. He is his best in the movie um, when he's just being himself, you know. We in like the, Will Smith. In I a like couple of those numbers. Um, uh, it's a spectacular menagerie. In a couple of those numbers, he's kind of aping um, the... Uh, He's kind of aping the Robin Williams style, which no one can do except for Robin Williams, and and that, that I think that's a flaw in the source material. I I wonder if a lot of the the parts of the songs and dialogue and stuff were written or improvised by by or for Robin. Robin. For Robin. Um. There's like there's like a, and the lot obviously a lot of the original stuff is in the movie. All I right. Think, um. It's like it, you know what? It's like the Grease Live version of Aladdin. It's like oh, Aladdin Live, but it's not live. But you know, it's like that same level of enjoyment. Like yeah. you can have fun with it. Exactly. You're like it's like it's like Grease Live, which is what I'm saying. It's like a like right. weekend on TV production yeah. of, and so it's not a movie. Well, it's a movie. Grease Live is a movie. No, TV it's not. movie. It's not. <laughs> You're such a fucking little tiny little asshole. What? I'm not. Look at your shoot-eating grin. You stinky little tinky. Not a movie. You stinky. You're annoying. Spectacular coterie. Prince Ali, Mabulous he, Ali of Abwa. He's got a spectacular coterie. All right. Yeah, we talked about the uh, Corden AMA at length. I was very, very happy with it. Extremely pleased. Extremely pleased. Extremely pleased pleased. with the outcome of the uh, Corden Corden AMA. AMA. Wonderful times. Everybody doesn't like him, I guess. I like that. I like that nobody likes him. Mm -hmm. 
I like that nobody likes him. Jack likes that nobody likes him. Popular no, now. No one likes Popular Cor- now to dislike Corden. No one likes James Corden, apparently. Right. You know, Ricky Gervais likes hating on James Corden. I got to like uh, off yeah. Ricky Gervais. It's so funny. You know, these the, the late night wars are making for some strange bedfellows. That's exactly what you tweeted. So what? It's writing for the show when I tweet. Yeah, okay. I'm allowed to do it again when I do it on the show with a voice. Most oh, boy. Mm. See, what, see what's back here? What? You can just see... What arrived in the mail yesterday? Oh, I thought you were talking about our beautiful dog on the couch. Oh well, yeah, there's Kenny. Should we should we do a zoom in here? Yeah, on a do couple a zoom different in. things. Where is Ken? I can't even see her. She's like really hiding. Oh wow, she really is hiding there. It's unbelievable. Okay, let's see here. She likes to be with us when we do the show. Let's see. I'll go help her. Prince Ali. It's a spectacular coterie. All right. I'm a lucky guy, Coterie. Lucky guy, Coterie. All right. Let's zoom in here. Oops, wrong one. Get the zoom going here. It's a spectacular Coterie. Oh, wow. There's little Ken. There's little Kenny. Wow. Oh, yeah. The new Jedi Order. Ew. Uh-oh. Is that 12 new Jedi Order books? Oh, no. Did, oh, no. did a bunch of Did a bunch of new Jedi Order books arrive in, in plastic bags? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh no! <laughs> uh, Teresa May just resigned. Yeah, and this she is cried breaking. about it. She cried about it too. This is breaking news. Teresa May has resigned. She's gonna be. Uh, they're gonna be getting a new. Uh, they have to get a new prime minister on June seventh. Meltdown on May. It's like Meltdown May has taken its like greatest. Uh, you know, its greatest. You know, you thought you thought Nate Silver was gonna be your sort of peak Meltdown May. Not the case. Not the case. Let's find the. Uh, the video of Theresa May crying. I've got it. Because of course a lot of I've fucking... I've got it. Okay. But this might... I want to... Enduring gratitude. Oh, yeah. To have had the it. opportunity <laughs> to serve the country I love. I love the country so much. And, and, and when the country... I got this... I do so with no ill will. But with enormous and enduring gratitude. And, to have and, had the opportunity... To serve the country I love. Uh, I gotta go. I love the country too much. And, and, and I was crying because I love the country. I love England so much. So what's your takeaway here? That crying is bad? <laughs> My takeaway is Theresa May did not cry. Fake crying, you think? Did not cry at the Grenfell Towers. How about that? It's the Grenfell Towers. The Grenfell Towers is like when a big, giant, like a super tall, like housing project where a lot of low-income people lived and people, just people lived. A lot of people lived. Caught on fire. Many people died. A lot of that was because of austerity and they didn't build the building right and it fucking. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Maybe everyone's like, "Well, no." So I'm like, "Well, maybe mm. I'm wrong." Actually, Jack's always confidently saying wrong things. No, I'm not. I'll always say that I don't know shit about shit. Will you? Yeah. You always say that? I don't know shit about shit. Say it again. Anyway, the building's cladding. Terrible, terrible. 
was not insulated. Good. Okay, over 70 is, deaths. Over 70 deaths. This is terrible. She didn't cry. She didn't cry then. She didn't cry then? She didn't cry then. You don't know. Yeah, this is the Grenfell Tower. I never even knew about this. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's really, really fucked so up. So this was low-income housing? And yeah, people, like, were people inside? And it's because they, like, scrimped on the... Yes, yeah, 70 people died. Oh, that's fucked they, up. They, like, scrimped on the cladding. It was not good insulation. And she just went over there and, you know... Uh, like, didn't cry. Didn't seem to care too wow. much about it at all. Fuck Theresa May. Awful. Just fucking awful. Theresa May is a piece of shit. Meltdown May. Theresa May. And yeah, that's a, yeah. it's Meltdown May right now. But her name? I know. That's the reason why people are saying but that. But her name? A lot of people out there, of course, are being like, show, like, you have to at least respect her humanity. Just as a human being, as a human being, seeing her cry like this, oh my God, she's a human. I love whenever fucking people try to be like on a human level. Uh, you have to think of her. Think about a human. That's a human being. All right. Here's Layla Moran. I don't know what the fuck this is. I just search for Theresa May human and you get all this kind of shit. I feel very sad for her on a human, on a human on level. On a human level. On a human level. I cried at the end of a statement with go. her. Theresa May is right to resign. This is good. She's now accepted what the country's known for months. She can't govern, and nor can her divided and disintegrating party. Whoever becomes the new Tory leader must let the people decide our country's future through an immediate general election. Yeah, look, that's the shit. Like, I'm not sad that she's leaving as prime minister, but when you see someone break down like that, it's such an important moment. I can't help but be moved. Let's see what happens now. Let's <laughs> see what happens now. <laughs> you could act. We are good at accents. Fuck yeah. Theresa May. Um, but, but we should remind. We should remember, of course, um, another, another fucking. Who cares? Let's just watch this. Today should have been Brexit Day. That's what Theresa May had promised. She came up short. She has made a terrible mess. Theresa May. Theresa May's not exactly dealing with Winston Churchill here. She's proved herself to be one of the worst prime well, As we remember that Theresa May was a human, after all. A human. It's not simple to say. Oh! This song, you'll have to remember again that this is an SNL segment about the uh, person who uh, didn't give a fuck about the Granville Towers or really provide uh, relief there. But she's, you know, a, hu- a human. Oh, everyone hates her. Maybe fucking good reason. Maybe for a good reason everyone hates her. This is like if they made, like, can you imagine if they made this about Trump? Like him walking down the street and everyone's like pissed off at him. No one likes Trump. How sad for him as a human. As a human. Yeah, hard to believe McKinnon dated Barry Weiss. Not that hard. Not that hard. This is Hallelujah too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what the fuck? By the way, look at that shot. They like do digital mud and then none of it gets on her. Oh, yeah, that's so I guess bad. She had some water on her, but terrible. That's really funny, actually. That's a good The catch. effects in this like, look like shit throughout, actually. You'll see. A bird shite on her food. Oh, 
Yeah, rightfully so. That bird should keep shitting on the food. That bird. Welcome to the resistance. I know. <laughs> Hello there. Oh, everybody doesn't like her because she's fucking horrible. She is a woman, though, so we should, you know. Oh! No commentary on why. No thought about why maybe no one likes this woman. I know, you're right. There's no That's just commentary at all. It's just like, head. it sure seems like everybody doesn't like Theresa May. What if in Britain they did a fucking sketch about, like, Trump being so sad because everyone's mad at him? We'd be like, this shit sucks. You don't get it. Well, how random. What if uh, Kate McKinnon danced? Here comes another terrible effect. Awful. I could do that. <laughs> that kind of interpretive dancing? How fucking random. That's so cool. Remember when they were doing that kind of stuff like in the 90s on SNL? The kind of like, oh, we're making fun of interpretive dance. How fun. Yeah, this is this is really the audience is busting the fuck up over this. I mean, that's the thing is like you do have to judge it by the in-studio audience, and they are losing bone their silent. absolute shit you mean over bone this. Bone silent. Yeah. <laughs> this is like an ad. Why are we watching this? We don't even have a topic about this. This is just you winging it. Yeah, I'm freelancing. You're free- freelancing? No. Freestyling? You know what? I got a long trucker stream <laughs> to do today. I can't be putting up with this kind of bullshit. <laughs> this Can I turn this day. off? No. We have to watch the entire what? thing. We need to feel bad for B- Theresa May, who quit today. <laughs> oh, wow. Political figures kissing. How funny, SNL. You guys are really doing some politics over there. Funny politics stuff. <laughs> Please, I think I know what to do. Madam Prime Minister, we've already agreed on a solution. Your solution. (gasps) You solved Brexit, and you've saved Britain! Uh, Can you imagine imagine this Trump sketch? Imagine this version of the Trump sketch. Like about the wall or something? Yeah, about the wall. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like... Not in control of this process. Well, you at least I'm trying. <laughs> that's the that's like, like a, that's bad. This is elect more women. This is toxic. They should do this sketch about the Alabama governor. Yeah, the women, the woman governor who they signed in sketch into about, law the abortion ban. Yeah, they should do that sketch about the uh, the governor in Alabama. At least I'm trying. At least I'm doing something. No, go away. At least I'm trying. I mean, the only saving grace is that Sarah, Sarah Bareilles, that voice, I mean. Ugh. Yeah, and that brain, to agree to do a sketch like that. <laughs> that what brain. a brain. What a, The voice and a brain all in one package. I'm not going to write you a love song because you asked for it because you need one, you see. I'm not going to write you a love song. The kiss thing is great. All right. Today. Yeah, okay. Today. Okay, let me see this really quickly. I'm not going to write you to stay. 
Well, we'll see if anybody else wrote that song with her. No, and she really did write She's it. She's actually a songwriter. She really did write She's it. She's really good. You yeah. know why she and wrote... Maybe she should be a news reader. You know, I saw... Maybe she should be a news Jack, reader. I saw, I saw <laughs> Not, her... Uh, agree to do sketches like this. So I saw her in concert at South uh-huh. by Southwest in 2009. I was really young. I was like 18. This song had just come out. Love song had just come out. And she said she wrote it because her label wanted to write her, wanted her to write a love song. So she said, "I'm oh, not going to write, gonna you, write a you a love song." song. Okay, isn't well. that fun? Isn't that funny? And they're like, "Well, this works anyway. Fuck they're it." They're like, "Fine, fine, it's good." Okay, it still is one. They're like, "Yeah, it still is one." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did it. Isn't Even that, isn't that funny fun though? It, fun little fun story. Hey, let's look at this piece from uh, David Lidsky. The chat's own David Linsky here. Ooh, good piece. Good piece. Yeah. I, Endeavor's IPO prospectus for dummies. Why the Hollywood uh, player wants you to think it's a tech company. The big takeaway from this piece is that Endeavor is trying to, like with the language they're using, their perspective and everything like that, to uh, uh, try to make it seem like they are a content platform or something, when really they just own all the celebrities. When actually what it is is just they're a stable of uh, they own their clients now, I guess. Uh, 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 yes. And they don't have... Uh, uh, they don't have like an actual platform, even though they uh, talk about it all the time. There we go. There Great we go. graphic. Okay. Uh, uh, should be a momentous occasion for Hollywood with one of its prom- prominent characters, Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel, having built out his boutique talent agency into a conglomerate that generated $3.6 billion in revenue last year and will likely be a, company, a public company uh, sometime this summer. Imagining Emanuel, this... I'm actually very stoked for it. I can't wait to listen to the calls. Imagining the manual, a manual who is both legendarily foul-mouthed and not renowned for his patience, fielding the queries of the usual suspects of media analysts on quarterly earning calls, fills a nerd like me with delight. Me too. Me too. Uh, investors want uh, uh, Endeavor, Endeavor wants inve- potential investors to know that it is a platform. As Emmanuel writes in his CEO letter about Endeavor's journey and its history of acquisitions, he states, and so let me just catch everybody up. Let's keep every catch everybody up here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, William Morris Endeavor is a talent agency. WME. WME. They're owned by parent company Endeavor. And Endeavor has, over the last, uh, uh, you know, to decade or so, basically been like taking a ton of investor money from private equity uh, uh, to buy up a bunch of different companies so that now they can go public. You know, the whole idea of agencies is that they are supposed to like serve their talent. Like you're supposed to like basically they're supposed to be your employees. And now Endeavor has put out that. That, uh, uh, is basically trying to go public, which will make the, their, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, they will be more indebted to the investors than they will, or to the, you know, the stockholders to sh- turn a profit for them. Then they will have the clients and everything like that. Uh, uh, but in their pitch, what they are trying to pitch, what they're trying to say that they are, is a platform. Uh, and Emmanuel writes in a CEO letter about Endeavor's journey and its history of acquisitions. He states, these companies combine to form a platform distinguished. What's the platform? Anyway, a platform distinguished not only by its longevity having collectively withstood over 120 years of disruption, but also its access, scale, and global network. The word platform appears 89 times in the S-1 document filed with the SEC, and it's overwhelmingly used in reference to Endeavor's own business rather than uh, that of the companies it relies upon uh, to be buyers of its projects. Um, is any t- no. It's time. Wow. It's time, everybody. You didn't like hearing about Endeavor. Oh, boy. I do. That's insulting to our to the chat zone, David Litsky. Oh, well, that's not insulting. Show some respect. We should still let them pay the money. Show some respect. All right, it's time for uh, minute number five of a little little Italy. 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 It's a little little Italy. A little little Italy. Jeff. 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 
thing is you're gonna treat it like yep. it's a beautiful lady. My grandfather, my nono, he's all charming. Well, you Someday love sexualizing you for that. Too bad he didn't pass it along. Nicoletta, squeeze the love. Every tomato. Like it's a beautiful lady. Too hard, too hard. You can't force love. Never squeeze a love out of a man's heart. If you don't give like it freely. They're both doing it. They're like both. You don't want it. <laughs> Saying like, no, actually, no, no. The doll is like a man, and the other one's like, The doll is like a beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah, pretty fun. <laughs> what does Adela mean? Beyond everything? There's you. God, I was so moony over you. What was wrong with me? What can I say? I'm irresistible. <laughs> Hayden gets in these movies where he's like destined to have. Honestly, if I had these dumbass kids, I'd make them wear helmets inside. <laughs> um, all right, let's have a look here. Uh, as any tech observer knows, these companies convince everyone they're a platform. Uh, the companies that convince everyone they're a platform are the envy of the business world. Uh, they say that they've bought, but I don't know. What's so funny is that like Endeavor is saying like we're a platform, we're a platform. Where is the platform? Where's the platform? They don't. There's not like you go to endeavor.com and that like, you like watch all yeah, the like, videos. No, well, there is no platform. Like they're really okay. So platform is one of those words that's that, that can mean nothing. It's a buzzword. If you control the platform, then other businesses build their own on top of yours, and they benefit from your ability to amass a large number of consumers. So basically, it's like Facebook is a platform. Like YouTube is a platform. Everyone wants to sell that they are a platform. Hey, endeavor is not you, a platform. If you wear like a sandal with a chunky heel and a chunky. You that's know, a platform. That's a platform. That's a, that's a platform. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, you stand on a thing and it's tall, right. held up by beams, that's a platform. This is what I also thought was really funny in the uh, in the in the perspective is like what what do they say that their businesses are? They're like one of their businesses like uh, uh, Endeavor events or like creating experiences for people, which literally sounds like it's like they get people like they get people tickets to things <laughs> like uh, they get people tickets to uh, um, to like events. Well, and you know how like your that. agent can like get you tickets to things. Is that literally what it is? <laughs> you know, one, one time we asked your agent when you had one. Uh, if, I have. Oh, yeah, I don't have. One. We You're asked right. your agent. if she, right. I if don't have an agent. If she could get you tickets to. Um, Hamilton or something, and she said no. Remember? No, they said that they could. Oh, but it but was... they would have to get me. I had to pay a shit ton of money, and I was oh, like, yeah. I don't want to do that. They were like, you know, she was like, it would cost like ten thousand dollars though, and I was like, there. She's like, we can get you an opportunity, but it's like ten grand. I was like, well, wonderful, thank you. But like, <laughs> but like they do. <laughs> thank do, you for the opportunity. Agencies do kind, I guess, kind of do weird shit like that. Yeah, is that okay. what they're talking about? So let's have a look here. This is basically what the guild has been saying. Anyway, David Litsky says it's rich guy suites at Super Bowl and stuff. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So look, this is what it is. They're like, they like talk about their company history, which is so funny because they're like 1898. Look how like sparse everything is for the first like 100 years of uh, Endeavor. They form in 1898. They're like screen like legend, Charlie Chaplin signs. 40 years pass, 45 years pass, and then Marilyn Monroe and Elvis join. <laughs> um Mark McCormick starts IMG. They start the golf championship. Like, this is not that interesting. They sign Wimbledon, all this kind of shit. 
then it's really only in the last 10 years you can see like how the whole business model has changed right starting like, with 2009 they formed to merge like uh, Ari Emanuel or the business persons of the year they uh, acquire IMG they acquire they form a strategic partnership with uh, um, Silver Lake Partners like this is almost like WME or uh, WGA propaganda <laughs> looking at this it's like you want to see how their like business model has shifted over the years uh, uh, they make a number of strategic acquisitions including the wall group the miss universe organization oh my and god professional bull riders so they're just a talent agency until 2009 and then they're an evil then they're just like a, whatever yeah they're just a whatever company we'll buy whatever we can we're afford. nothing this is my favorite endeavor expand this is 2018 if you want like an idea of well uh, you know it's, it's okay here's what's fascinating what? how n- this company is nothing because Really, what we've proven is they're not quite a talent agency because yeah. they're not advocating for writers, and they're not quite whatever the fuck they're everything like else is. They just they're like nothing. bought a bunch of stuff. They don't have. They're nothing. They don't do You're anything. They're nothing. They don't do anything. Go to hell, nothing company. Um, Endeavor expands into new verticals, including podcasts. Endeavor Audio. Yeah. Let's where is there a website for Endeavor Audio? Yeah, like what's going on with Endeavor? Who's on that? Is that that a platform? Who's on that network? Is that a platform? Is there an Endeavor Audio we can go to? Okay, here's the platform. EndeavorAudio.com. What is it? Uh, Rami Malik's podcast, I guess, is on there. The Bellas Uh, podcast. The Bellas podcast is Is on here. Just the two. It's just sign up for updates. It's no, it's literally blackout the Bellas, and that's it. (laughs) That is literally what it's It's presented by Sonos. Uh, Blackout and the Bellas. What the fuck is uh, okay? Blackout and the Bellas. Yeah, there's two tabs up top. It's called Blackout the Bellas. Follow us. I got nothing. I got no problem with these people. I have no problem with Blackout and the Bellas. It is just like clients of Endeavor that they're like, why don't you do a podcast with us? Not just clients of Endeavor. Just two clients of Endeavor. This is the pod. This is the platform we're talking about here. Here's one of the uh, the platforms we got here is uh, this website that has two. Two podcasts. Okay, literally, Kate. This is like so my funny. friend. My friends like run the podcast networks out of like their right. living rooms, and they've got like eighteen times as many podcasts Kate, on their network. Kate and I. Kate and I were like trying to figure out how to like you know do a new like sell the the writing like the. Oh like, yeah, this late is like our class. fake company. This is it's like so funny. It's like I I did this like two days ago to like make it so the late night class had a slightly better look. I made this like Write Camp LA website. You go to classes, and then it's like my class or whatever. This is what I have a platform now too. Yeah, I'm offering what Endeavor yeah, Jack, is offering. You actually have a um. There it is. You actually have a morning show, so that like really is a platform, right? But this is all like this website and this website are the Not same. Not that different. <laughs> it's, uh, Not that different. These, uh, these two websites are the same. They set up a website to say we have a podcast. <laughs> Anyway, uh, um, same thing. Oh, uh, uh, so Endeavor expands its uh, new into new verticals, including podcasts, Endeavor Audio. Uh, Flip the, Campbell uh, says you should move your content up higher. Uh, maybe I will. That banner image is huge. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I was just trying to show off how easy it is to make a platform. I have made a platform just the same as, uh, as and I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it someday. I'm going to sell it. Uh, you really are? I don't know. No, uh, you're not. Endeavor expands into new Maybe. verticals, including podcasts, uh, Endeavor Audio, VIP experiences, uh, Endeavor uh, experiences. So that's like Lidsky said, like getting CEOs into like like football games and shit like that. Right. And then, of course, they say, and education. What the fuck They is don't that? have an example for it. They don't have an example for the educational services. Are they going to start an improv school? 
Oh my god! Is Endeavor going to start an improv school? Is oh, that the I know what it's going to be. Here? I know what it's going to be called. What's that? Yes and ever. Yes and ever. That's pretty good. Yes, yes and, and ever. That's pretty good. Ever. Um, enhances its sports betting business, IMG Arena, and uh, acquires OTT leader New Lion. Now Endeavor Streaming. Ooh, very cool. New Lion. Let's check out New Lion because everybody knows um, what New Lion is all about. <laughs> Introducing oh, Endeavor let's Streaming. Oh, says the education is the tennis academy it has acquired. A tennis to create academy. that, so now there's also, by the way, it's going to be like, you know, they're well, whatever. So yes, Endeavor. Here we are. Um, we have OTT Solutions from uh, Endeavor Streaming. This is another business we do. This is Bazizio. This Wait, is Endeavor uh, Streaming. Are we going to? Should we get move our show onto Endeavor Streaming? Here's Endeavor Streaming, everybody. Wait, <laughs> are you saying that Endeavor is as sophisticated as a com- of a company as Bazizio? No, they actually have fewer. They have fewer uh, things on the platform than, at this than point Bizizio. than Bazizio does. They have fewer like currently running shows. So here's Bazizio, game changing streaming solutions. Uh, about Bazizio, born on the internet, thriving in the internet of things. We help devise solutions to your streaming content everywhere. Um, then let's see. Uh, Endeavor Streaming is a global wow, leader that's like in almost video exactly distribution the same. <laughs> across the entertainment and sports industries. Uh, we combine stunning live and on-demand video. I mean, you know, go with Bazizio. If, go you're between, with if you're between Bazizio and Endeavor, you got to go Bazizio. you got to go with Bazizio here. Uh, Mint Cake Time says Bazizio is a group hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if Bazizio is a group hallucination, Endeavor is too. Everyone's like, Bazizio is a pre-parody of uh, Endeavor. Pre-parody. Yeah. I mean, Bazizio nailed it. With Stop wasting your time configuring CDNs, players, R- RTMP. We got to sell to Endeavor. That's what we need to do. We need to sell to Endeavor. Anyway, so streaming is what what we'll be running WWE and everything like that. Let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the Litsky piece here. Um, da, 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 da. There are no network effects. Yes, this is true. And also, by the way, they're saying that they're a platform when their whole business is to like get people on other platforms. You <laughs> get wow. We should have Litsky right up. Wow, we should talk about that. That's a very funny idea. He said he'd write the Bazizio IPO (laughs) to go public, maybe. Let's go public. Maybe it's time for Bazizio to go public. I I mean, look at this. It's a website. We can make websites, too. Honestly, like, if we went public, we could, like, that makes you money, right? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, like, money that you You have to, like, trick someone else into doing it. I'm reading Bad Blood, and I'm just like, I could do, like, rounds of fundraising. It's like you just have to give yourself over to be How many rounds? You have to give yourself over to scamming people constantly, forever. How many rounds of fundraising can I do before I'm, like, um, you know, can, like... uh, not be stressed about rent money. So that's the kind of question that like uh, Bernie Madoff asked himself. Yeah. <laughs> how many rounds can we do here? How many, how many rounds, rounds can, can we do? do? Can you? How many rounds can we do here? Let's um, do a couple rounds. Hey, uh, this round is on me. Yeah. Uh, Endeavor's losing a lot of money in the spirit of Uber, Pinterest, and many other recent tech IPOs. They're not a tech IPO. That's what's so funny about Endeavor. They're just not a tech IPO. Uh, thank you, Connor, for the uh, 245 bits. Yeah, entertainment is like an oh by the way at the end. Uh, in some ways, it wants to be like Amazon bundling content that it can't. Uh, it doesn't have to be good so long as it increases the value of some other asset it possesses. 
This is good shit. This is this is how you do it. Everybody check out Litsky's article. Check out Litsky's article over at Fast Company. Endeavor's IPO perspective for dummies. Why the Hollywood power player wants you to think it's a tech company. Other great stuff in there, of course. Uh, uh, let me just uh, uh, pull this up really quickly because, like, they just own up to the fact, like the the list of possible, um, the list of like possible problems is uh, pretty hilarious, actually. Because uh, I guess they have to do that, right? They have to like uh, say that you know. Uh, uh, you know that. Oh, you know, that that this is happening. That like this is a possible bad thing or something like that. Hold on. So yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. This is like literally them like just owning up to it. Uh, our business. Oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Our business. Oh Jesus. No, I have to find it again. Our business involves potential internal conflicts of interest. Yucky. Yucky. Uh, involves in potential internal conflicts of interest and includes our client representation businesses representing both talent and content rights holders and distributors while our content businesses produce content which may create a conflict of interest. <laughs> That's um, kind of what the, uh, the the guild has been saying. Uh, yeah, duh. That's uh, kind of... Are they owning up to it? I mean, they're just saying like this is a potential problem. <laughs> they're like a potential problem is that our business is based on conflicts of interest. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Where's the other cool. one that I really like? Actually, oh yeah, okay. We may face labor shortages that could slow slow our growth. So they may face what they're terming as labor shortages. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, um, we also rely on contingent workers and volunteers. Volunteers. In order volunteers. Like. Paid volunteers? I don't think so. In order to staff our live events and production. So another problem is that the people who are just staffing UFC events for free might realize they should probably get paid for that. That's one of the issues that uh, WME may run into uh, uh, what? as we move into the future. What <laughs> the fuck? What the fuck? All right. Fuck. Let's 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 move on. I guess we All might right. as well move on. Jack, uh, um, it's time to move on. Why don't you go check your email? There's a link in there for you. Oh boy, this is exciting. So I've been working very hard on this. I had a lot of important work to do yesterday. Yeah, didn't do any of it. Instead, yeah. decided I would make a documentary about my husband Jack and his journey into making a 16-hour trucking stream. Um, the password is Jack. Oh, okay. Um, I decided. To be a documentarian, and you can just pause there. And today I'm showing you a sneak preview of my documentary, the subject of which hasn't even happened yet. I haven't seen this yet. That's by the how way. good of a documentarian I am. I don't need the thing that my documentary is about to even exist mm -hmm. yet. That's how good of a documentarian you are. This is a, you know, so should we watch it now? Should so, we yeah, watch we're going to watch it now. It will probably be going to Cannes. I believe so. The Cannes yeah, Film the, Festival. Literally the can, the trash can. Okay, that's disrespectful. Okay, I'm just joking. It will be going to the Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival at some point, hopefully. I'm just willing that into existence. I, I think it will. It will um, so, without further And then they'll ask ado. you, like, they're like, how, why so few speaking lines for women? There really are. All right. Okay. Let's, uh, so, so I wait before we go. I just want to say, if you've sent me um, footage to be included in this documentary, thank you so much. Not everyone who sent me footage is in this sneak preview, but you almost certainly will be in the final cut. So, yeah, I want to thank everyone who's helping me and participating in this documentary. This it's, stream is going to be a disaster. It's been such a joy, and um, if if 
you like what you're seeing and you want to be included in the documentary, please go into my direct messages on Twitter. I'm I'm always looking for more participants. All right. Because I am a documentary filmmaker and that's we what ready we, to go? that's what we do. All right, let's get let's get it going. Um I think it's a bad idea. I don't think he could make it. It's gonna be mayhem. <laughs> he's he's gonna he might cry. I don't think it's a good idea. I, I don't I don't think it's doing anything good for anybody. I don't really care about Jack or the trucking stream or anything else. I care about myself. <laughs> it's for nothing. It's like, uh, I just am doing it at this point. So now I'm saying it's a partially now to uh, raise awareness about... Uh, <laughs> Trucking? How truckers have to work every day. Is that what real? The... Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a 16-hour um, American truck driver uh, simulator um, stream. So I'm going to be okay. streaming a virtual truck driving game for the duration of... Uh, you know, uh, what a real truck driver is allowed to drive every day. Which is 16 hours? So 16 hours, but so you do eight hours, and then at during that eight hours, you have to take a 30-minute break. Okay. And then for the remaining eight hours after that, you have to do half time on, half time off. So you could, for example, choose to do four hours right out the gate, and you'd be done at 12 hours. Uh, or you could do one out on, one off, one on, one off. For so how are you next, doing it? I don't know. We'll see how I feel after the first eight hours. The first eight hours is really the rough one, where you only get a 30-minute break in there. That is going to be fucking brutal. That is going to be fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, scissors. Game fuel. This is actually sent to me. This is a, a promotion I'm going to be doing on Twitch. Just sent to me for me to be doing a bounty, so yeah, basically I was sent some free Mountain Dew uh, to sponsor them. So really feeling like a professional gamer right about now. <laughs> I am one. I think I'm going to do it, but it's not going to be pleasant. So if you're asking if I'm feeling good about being able to do it, I'd say I am, but if I, if you're asking if I'm feeling good about having to do it, I would say that I'm not. I would say that I'm dreading it. I am going to try to get a lot of sleep tonight. Uh, I'm really going to make an effort to, um, you know, get hit the hay pretty early. Not like this was my idea, you know, in the first place, so it's not like people sort of in the chat said to do it. And Van said to do it. And so I'm like, it wasn't really like my ideas. <laughs> it's not a drip. That was holes in my shirt.
And now wow, we wait. Wow, that's all the day before. That is all the day before. <laughs> that's the whole day before the stream. Unbelievable. Wow. So, you know, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Unless I hope everyone can join me because, God damn, it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be that pleasant. <laughs> the Gamer Fuel really was sent to me. Who were those people in the beginning? I'll be adding... Um, Chirons. I'll be adding Chirons and yeah. graphics. This is just a rough cut of a sneak preview, you know, a, te- <laughs> a, little, a little trailer for what's to come. I think it's great. I think you did a great job. Okay, Jack goes to bed when it's light out. That was cheated. Kate had to go out, and so she was like, I want to get you going to bed. That was a cheated shot. But the rest is 100% real, actually. Sometimes you go to bed when it's light out. I so do, So it's not like untruthful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone said you're gonna get diabetes. You're gonna get pushed into diabetes with those gamer fuel. I I don't know about that. Maybe I, I do worry about that now that I think about it. Well, I mean, I you know it was sent to me by the by the by the Amazon company. It's so it's actually really really funny. They said they're like you have to like bring the Mountain Dew on stream. I'm gonna do the actual bounty board for it next uh, next week. But they're, the way to do it is you have to, like, they send you a code that you have to order the gamer fuel on Amazon, but then you, like, put in a code so it's free, and they, like, bring fucking, like, an Amazon person, you know, sends the, the gamer fuel to your house. Anyway, I will put salads on the treat stream. That's something I got to set up in the uh, next uh, couple hours, um, you know. Anyway. So, yeah, so the people you saw in the beginning of the video um, are your friends right here in the chat. That's true. You don't know who's who. I don't know who's who. But you will soon when the documentary comes out. Very exciting. Um, I do think this documentary is going to really change the world. Wow. Um, You can close the cans? That's incredible. That's incredible. You have to very specifically, they're like on the bounty board, they're like, you must call it MTN. D E W A M P. It's like against the rules. You have to call it M N T do, not mountain. M N T do. All right. <laughs> so M T N do. I'm a documentary filmmaker now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm a documentary filmmaker now. I mean, we can watch it again if you want. Should we quickly? Let's just go through a couple topics. Let's we blast gotta take through a, a topic here. Well, we got to take a break. I will blast through a topic okay. before the 8 a, 8 a.m. break, okay? Right. We just we might as well just do it really Who's quickly. That? Um, there's turmoil at the Tonight Show, folks. There's turmoil at the Tonight Show. Let me update the topic here. Um, this game's been out for a while already. False oh, well, again. We don't have to do that. Chat, stop making dumbass what the fuck is this? Really Where's the sound coming ago? from? Yes, there's been a beta, please. but it hasn't been out. Oh, Twitch is open. Uh-oh. Oh, my lordy lord. I apologize, Oh, everybody. my lordy lord. I apologize, everybody. I we'll get through apologize. it really quickly. Um, turmoil at Tonight Show after Jimmy Fallon's stunning, stunning ratings loss. Wow. Turmoil at the Tonight Show amid Jimmy Fallon's stunning loss in the ratings. There's turmoil at the top of the Tonight Show with one exec suddenly and mysteriously out and another tearing into boss Lauren Michaels <gasps> as they struggle to fix the faltering show. Been steadily but falling behind Colbert late show. Mm-hmm. And it, it was on Wednesday it was revealed that Colbert has topped Sat Fallon for a full season for the first time. Unbelievable. Uh, as Fallon's famously fluffy show begins to fall behind Colbert. They try to ape by bringing in today's show vet. Who cares? But we're told that as rating continue to suffer in spite of the gambit, an anguished bell is sniping an executive producer and NBC royalty, Lorne Michaels. Gee, you think that, like, 
old guy Lorne Michaels like running the entire late night schedule at, at uh, NBC. Maybe he sucks. Anyway. Anyway. Meanwhile, there's a, we're told there's a snarl because of an odd arrangement at the top of the ladder. While Michaels is sec- technically senior as the executive producer, Bell runs the show day to day. Bell wants to do all this new shit. Lauren doesn't want to do it. Fallon's longtime producer, Katie Hawkmeyer, has now left shortly after a return from maternity leave. I can imagine that. If I went, if I left the, like a late night show for like maternity leave and then I came back, I'd be like, I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Why? I quit. Because they're toxic and it's like not fun to work at these shows. Mm, sounds kind of like sexist. Kinda, what? It sounds sexist to say that when you take a break from one of these shows and you come back, you are reminded what a nightmarish hell that is. Yeah. Okay. That sounds sexist. (laughs) Okay. She started off as an NBC page before moving to SNL and working in Michael's office. She's been with Fallon since he launched Late Night. Highly placed source said uh, Katie no longer works at Tonight Show. She and Jimmy are still close. He adores her. Katie is still an employee. An NBC executive confirmed. Katie is still an employee. Well, a source uh, familiar with the situation said that Katie has always been a valued leader at the company. She's been Jimmy with Jimmy for 10 years. Nobody knows what her new uh, departure is. Things last year, we remember this. This is one of the funniest things Fallon ever did. He admitted he sank into a depression because everyone was mean to him when he tussled Trump's hair. Oh, yeah. God, boo He said, it was definitely a downtime, and it was tough for morale. There's 300 people that work here, so when people are talking that bad about you and ganging up on you in a really gang mentality... Gang, gang, they gang. ganged up on you, gang, gang? Is this guy, is this guy Chief Keef, gang, gang? Is this guy Chief Keef? Gang, gang. Uh, Who does Jack respect more? Besser. Matt Besser. Besser. It's Joe. Besser. Besser's the answer. It was definitely uh, choking up. He continued. Do you think he's in the Yang gang? You go, all right, we get it. I heard you. You made me feel bad. So now what? Are you happy? I'm depressed. Do you want me to push me more? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to kill myself? Would that make you happy? Get over it. Wait, who said that? Jimmy Fallon said that last year. Are you serious? Yes. That's so... Ooh. But in the podcast... Okay. The fuck? So he where's said the podcast? That? We have to actually listen he to He said, the what do you want me to do? Kill myself? We actually have to listen to this part. Yeah, he was like, it was tough for morale. You made me feel bad. So now what? Are you happy? I'm depressed. Do you want me to push me more? What do you want me to do? You want me to kill myself? Would that make you happy? Get over it. This fucking guy. Yeah, I want to he hear really that. really said that? Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was on a podcast. He really fucking said yeah, that? Yeah, he does drink a lot. He's uh, that's a, That sounds like a drunk, sobbing person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is, you know. Say, Fallon. So what is it? You want me to kill Fallon, myself? Say, Get it. Guess what? Guess what? We, I, you know, everyone's mad at me. <laughs> and what do you want me to do? Is it kill myself? Would that make you happy? <laughs> Would that make you happy? <laughs> that sucks. I want to find the video. I Will to... you just search Fallon kill myself? Yeah, because I wanted to find him, like, search, saying Search Fallon myself. and then put in a full sentence from that. Fallon, uh... <laughs> Do you want me to kill myself? Oh, God. Everyone's like, alcoholism is... You're right. It's not funny. Alcoholism is not that funny. And it's not that nice of Lauren and all the rest of them to let, like, uh, to let Fallon, you know, fuck himself up for many, many years because it, like, puts him in a good state to... Like, it numbs him to the point where he can, like, have Tussle fun Trump's with celebrities. Um, That's what I think. I think it's maybe not I that don't, cool. I don't think it's 
fine to make fun of, of alcoholics. Fine to make fun of Jimmy Fallon. I think it's fine to make fun of Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I think that like if you're like enabled to the point there he has been, like you know, like yeah. Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, think it's maybe, that nice. Maybe, maybe he's a. Uh, you know, he's not the greatest person. To work. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I apologize for my statements and I take them back. I think it might be deleted. Even I don't know. It's for sure deleted. There's no know. way that's still. There's no way you can still hear a clip of him saying. What do you want me to do? Kill myself? Would that make you happy? Would that make you happy? Jack? All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in a couple minutes with uh, some more topics uh, such as the Queeby Quetchup. And we have actually a quite good Queeby Quetchup coming Spears. up. Drew Spears. Spears is coming up. Uh, uh, and that's all before today's historic, uh, unprecedented 16-hour yeah. uh, trucking stream. Um, we'll be right back, everybody. So wait. All right, breaking news, everybody. What happened? I found it. Oh my god. Oh shit. Holy shit. What? Play it. All right. Well, I gotta fix the audio thing for the mic for our guest, but let's listen to this monologue. Is it something else? A game? It is. It'll come up in a sec. Yeah, it's usually like a either if it's a, a pre-tape. Or, or a sketch or something like that. I, I, I'm pretty hands-on with all of it. I mean, I talked to the head writer, Amy Olzos, and I talked to her and Arthur Meyer about the sketches. And every day I have a meeting from, you know, usually 12.30 on. It's just meetings with yeah. people just going through everything planned out. You know, we have things planned out with guests two months from now. Sorry, you know, it's a like, little... Uh, I had I think to go they, back. Think of that. Oh, that's good. How about this? Yeah. And like, Oh, he wants to come sing this for you. like... Oh, how about if you add this word? There we go. Right. You know, so you're constantly always doing that. And monologue, Whatever. It's, you're up. reading it. I have it, you know, we go through, if I, I want to change, I too far go, uh, maybe change this line or about person that I have to ask you about. There we go. Because it's interesting just how all of our lives have been jolted by him, and that is Mr. Trump. On September 15th, 2016, he came here as the candidate who nobody really thought had much of a chance. Which, by the way. They're really giving him a pass here in this interview. They're like, he came on September 2016. It's like, yeah, that's when, that's not during the primary. That's like during the general two months election. before the election, yeah. but whatever. He was one of two candidates who could possibly win. It wasn't during the primary, but anyway. Winning. And you guys had a conversation, not unlike all the others, that, you know, kind of a pleasant back and forth that culminated or quizzling. in some ways also this interviewer is super quizzling featured That's the quizzling. hair ruffle and i just wonder if she you can the power, like, take me up. through your mindset on that day and you know before during and after would you ever have imagined that this would cause the kind of backlash that it did and why do you think it did well, i could say, i mean people are just very upset you know if they you know and and, and angry if you know if the people their their candidate didn't win and so i, I <laughs> And you know, if they really don't like the other person, they they really don't like anything they're involved in. Mm -hmm. I did not do it to normalize him or to say I believe in his political beliefs or any of that stuff. I don't do that with any guest, right? Anyone, I and mean, whoever's on the show tonight, I don't know who they believe in or what they believe in. I I just have him on as a guest, and so well, okay. he was already this the is candidate, so stupid. and he was Donald Trump already. He was the Republican candidate, and I had the Democratic candidate on 
the next night. And you touched her hair too. <laughs> and I touched her hair as well, and I gave her a bit, and I did. Right. So I didn't mean to make anyone angry, and I, I knew it'd be big because I touched his hair. Right. And I think a lot of people at the time were just all they were talking about was his hair, yeah. the hair, the hair. Is a lot of people at that pay? time, Is at the time big? in September 2016. At that time in 2016, uh, uh, everyone was just talking about his hair. Yeah, that was, it just got bigger than, and just out of control. When did you realize that it was a big thing? I saw like other comedians from other shows making fun of me on Twitter, and I go, I go, okay, now I'm just gonna get off because now I feel like no one's. Is it hurtful, the response, the back? Yeah, 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 definitely. Because they know the, the show. I'm just doing five hours a week, man. I'm like right. working, I get in at, you know, 10 in the morning, I work till it's 7. Me too. And at night, I'm just trying to make a funny show. Yeah. It's like, I get in at 10 in the morning, I work till 7 at night. That sounds like a brutal schedule, dude. It's like, <laughs> most people would dream to only work What a that brutal much. schedule, dude. What an absolutely brutal schedule. You know man. the grind, so, yeah. you know, and it's, you know me, I'm not that, I don't want to make it, of all the people in the world, I'm one of the good people. Yeah. I mean, really, I don't think <laughs> Jack has laughed so hard that he's nearly destroyed my eardrums. You know me. I'm one of the good ones. I'm just one of the good guys, of course. Oh, my fucking God. All right. Say that I'm doing anything or I'm evil or whatever. It's like, but people just jump in the train and they just... That some people don't even they don't even want to hear anything else except like no oh, you did that you go well just calm down and just look at the whole thing and actually see my body of work and uh, yes yes please see my body of work instead would you would you please instead consider my body of work consider also ew you know the the ew bit that I do and and think of course also of uh, um sl- of uh, slow jam slow the news. Jam the news. Uh, Please consider my entire... Consider his whole oeuvre, please. Just the fun of the show, you know? It's like, I've had him on... Donald Trump has come on probably 10, 15 times. He was a star on NBC. He was a reality star. I've done so many bits with that guy. I've always asked to touch his hair. (laughs) I did a bit where I touched his hair and it barked at me. (laughs) I've done... (laughs) He's come on the show and he's... I will say this about him is that he's never changed. He's, He's just... Always been, a, he's just an odd guy. Right, right, right. We did a bit once where he came on the show and we were doing charades. I right. go, Donald, do you want to do charades on the show? He's like, what is, what is charades? <laughs> you go, come on. Right. What is charades? Right, right. You don't know the game, the parlor game, charades, right. where you act out? Like, I don't know what it is. I'll do it. Sure, right. whatever. <laughs> so I go, all right. And I did a bit and his Man. partner was Lil John. Where the fuck right. is it? And Lil John was doing his gesture and he's putting his hands right. in front of his Are we going to listen to the like remaining like eight minutes of this and not find it? And, and, and yeah. Trump goes, it, I bet you it's scrub. And I go, oh my gosh. I want to hear oh him like say it. Yeah. Baby. It's, he's making a, he's, oh he's doing, he's doing a, it's, it's a baby. Oh Come on, man. And like, but he was just, I, I well, let so. me ask you, let me ask you this because I don't think right. anyone that I know thinks you're a bad guy for <laughs> having done. I think they were very angry and passionate about him. No one thinks that you're bad, of course. No one on the planet thinks that you're bad <laughs> at all. 102.30. Okay. Well, let's just look generally, and this happened to feed into that. But my question is just, it seems like there was a period between then and the election a few months later where it became 
somehow for some people they it was an excuse to give you a hard time about a number of things. New York Post did this thing that they're insinuating that your off work time was you were drinking or whatever, and that that yeah. Some people were sort of insinuating that like you're like a drunk a little bit, and like there's that video of you like saying that you took a bunch of pills, um, and you're like now in like Nashville or whatever. Like it's totally like messed up or whatever. Has these weird injuries that you had. nearly you know you got these weird injuries where you like nearly tore off your finger and shit, and you know there's a video of you you like cl- cut your foot on a Jaeger bottle that you cracked on the ground and shit like that. So my only question is. Getting through that period, did it change you? Did it change the show in any way? You've seen now that the ratings of the guys who are more political, your your competitors, have in, in the Trump era been helped by being political. Did it make you think maybe I should get more political on the show? Did it change anything else about the way you go about your business? I think if anything, you know, it changed the way I think like with all that social media stuff and that you shouldn't really get that involved with that and don't really believe that because I don't even know how much of that is reality. He's like, they're like, your ratings have tangibly gone down um, since, since you've changed. And he's like, well, I don't know if any of that's real. You really just have to think about all the people that love your show and really are watching the show to get away from all this and escape the problems in the world. And I, I think, like anything, Trump coming in, mm, I don't know who, I don't know what's going to happen. Ew. I, I don't you know, support his politics, but I don't make that part of my show. It's the Tonight Show. It should be for everybody. So I, I want to do, I will make fun of the president, which I did with Obama. That's all I lived through. All I had was Obama. Yeah. So this is the first time I'm dealing with... That's, the diff- only, that's all I've lived through? <laughs> He's like, the only president I've lived through is Obama. Jimmy Fallon, little known fact, he is... Um, he's 10 years he's, old. He's 10 years old. He's, he's a only 10. He's a 10-year-old boy. 10-year-old boy. He's a 10-year-old boy. Oh, we don't have time for calls. Call and drink the trucker's dream. Yeah, I, you know what? Don't call if we don't have the number up. If you call and you have the number up, you're done. Disrespectful. we got to guess. we got to get through this before our guest yeah. gets here. President. So I have to learn... And so I have to see what he does. I see what Mike Pence does. I see what those jokes are. Jimmy Fallon's and 44 so that years old. changes the show. The ratings never bothered me. I don't really care about the ratings. I never will. That's someone else's job right. at NBC. Right. They, you know, if I worry about the ratings, then I should have been worried when we were number one and yeah. whatever. Whatever. So I, I, I never He's like, if I worried about the ratings, I should have been worried when we were number one. This guy doesn't have that many brain cells going uh, on. Oh, damn. Okay, I never will. I just want to make sure we have the best show possible. Yeah. But it We're was really definitely a, this, a huh? downtime, and well, it's tough for morale for you know people. It's 300 people that work here, and so people are talking that bad about you and ganging up on you and really gang mentality. Oh, oh, it was insane. It was uh, people you wouldn't expect. And, and you're a sensitive guy. You go, what? You go, all right, we get it. I heard you. Right. You made me feel bad. So now what? You happy? You, I'm depressed. You want to push me more? Or what do you want me to do? I know. What are you? I mean, you I want me to kill you, myself? What, what would make you happy? Get over it. You want me to kill myself? What would make you happy? About the ratings, and I, I should have been worried when we were number one and yeah. whatever. So I, I, I never cared about that. I never will. Wow. I just want to make sure we have the best show possible. Yeah. But so it was definitely the, a, a downtime and. It's tough for morale Here's for, you know, people, it's 300 people that work here. Do you here. want me to so kill myself? People are talking that bad about you and ganging up on you and really gang mentality. I wasn't picturing oh, it so oh, subdued. It was insane. It was uh, people you wouldn't expect. And, and you're a sensitive guy. Like, you go, what? You go, all right, we get it. 
I heard you. Right. You made me feel bad. So now what? You happy? You, I'm depressed. You want to push me more? Or what do you want me to do? I know. What are you? I mean, you I want me to kill you, myself? What, what would make you happy? <sighs> Get over it. You've said your only regret about it really is that you didn't speak to quell the issue sooner. Is that right? Yeah, I probably should just <laughs> talk. Jack, you kill me. What is it? You want to what is it? So what is my drinking? I would kill myself. What do people want from me? You do a good Fallon impression. What is it? You want me to kill myself? What? F- you want me to? What do you want? I can't even. I just get out of here. Leave the room. I don't, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. I just, just do my shows. Will my body of work. Will you say I've only lived through Obama? I lived all I lived through is Obama. Now I remember I made fun of Obama. Too. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> that's gonna be you later today. That's Obama on the or trucker that's, uh, stream. That's Fallon. That's Fallon. Gonna be right you there. later today on the trucker stream. Right. Wow. So we just really took a huge detour <laughs> into Fallon land, where we listened to a buried, I guess semi-buried clip of him on a podcast <laughs> threatening to kill himself because of how he re- uh, the blowback from I mean, what what? I'm a his egregious I'm a sensitive guy. I don't care about ratings and some of job. What do you want? Will you fucking kill myself? Is that what the fuck you want? Oh my God. For fucking, for tousling Trump's hair? Fuck you. Oh my goodness. I don't regret any of it. Only that I didn't say. <laughs> the fuck, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a game. Let's lip sync. What? I want to lip sync. That's the other late night show. I want to lip sync. That's Corden. We're slow jam. Good news. All right, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Wow, do you complain about me to Bolshevik? Bolshevik in the chat says, this is how Jack no. complains about no, me to Kate. True. Oh, no, you complain about Bolshevik <laughs> to Kate. That is funny, that Mitty. Is true. That is funny, Mitty. He's like, do you want me to kill myself? Everyone, come on, Jimmy. You don't want to know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> A minute of Mitty in the chat said it, not us. Yeah, not me. Yikes. Not me. Yikes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So so Drew is in traffic. <laughs> I have a Jimmy Fallon impression now. Yeah, you didn't know that about yourself before today. <laughs> I got J- Rays. I got Fallon. I got that. Fallon. Do, do Jimmy and and um and Gervais talking to each other. Okay, well, um so <laughs> okay. Ricky, it's been um <laughs> um okay. So Ricky's in a movie. It's called The Invention of Lying. Oh, it's a bit about um. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in God. I, I try to, I try to see God every night, man. It's <laughs> not what you were doing before. I can't do both. Hey, it's <laughs> hey, Jimmy Fallon here. You know, uh, hey, thoughts. Uh, anybody wanna? Hey, uh, oh, okay. That's uh, all right. So let's, I gotta talk to Groot today. Uh, he falls asleep all the time. <laughs> you got it, Questo. <laughs> all right, fucking. Can we move on? It's time for the Queeby Quetch up. It's the Queeby Quetch up. The Queeby. It's the Queeby Quetch. Quetch. 
job. Well, as we remember. Oh, nice harmony, dude. As we remember, of course, uh, uh, Queeby is the new prestige premium, 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 premium HBO, HBO quality, quality. Uh, streaming service. It's a platform. Now, this actually is a platform. What you need to be to be considered a platform is you need a little app and you need to be able to do the brightness. The brightness. Uh, Meg Whitman famously said that the problem with the other streaming services, they don't do the brightness properly. So Queeby is going to have a brightness slider right there in the app. Right there in the app. Right there. Anyway, as we know, as we know, of course, Quibi is premium, premium, premium platinum. It's like the premium platinum level at BugCon. It's HBO, but in 10 minute chunks. And so let's watch their newest announced show. That's definitely not a web series. Definitely not a funny or die thing. It's an actual prestige premium. Oh, my God. This is a Quibi show. And yes, I saw this announced yesterday. Chrissy Teigen to rule over small claims. Chrissy's court. In a show for Jeffrey Katzenberg. Wow. So wait, hold on a second. Quissy, Quirissy, Quirissy Teigen to rule over small claims. Quissy's Quart. Quissy's Quart. In show for Jeffrey Katzenberg's Quibby. 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 So here we are. This is a prestige, premium, HBO quality entertainment for adults, for professionals on the go who only have 10 minutes while they're in line at can Starbucks I, I... to watch a brightness modified show. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Chrissy Tigan. Chrissy Tigan, yeah. So look, she rules. Is, she rules. Chrissy Tigan is going full on Judge Judy in a reality show ordered by Quibi. Of course, a prestige, premium HBO quality uh, reality series uh, from Quibi. Uh, the mobile video subscription startup venture. Hey, remember just two days ago? Remember two days ago? They're doing another round of funding. When they were going to raise another billion dollars because they went for, through the first Queeby a little too quickly. Quick billion. They went through their quick billion, which is what Queeby really stands for. Queeby they went through really the first quick billion already. And now they need another Queeby. But, you know, a day later, I mean, we got this. It's like they hey, are. If you're a fan of Queeby, like I am. Quirissy Tigan. If yeah. you're a fan like, of Queeby. Are we going to subscribe? I might have Are we to be. the Queeby Beebies? Are we the Queeby BBs? Anyway. I'm a Queeby BB. They are going to be putting out over 20,000 quick bites or fucking whatever when they launch. Uh, and this series is going to run 10 episodes, each under 10 minutes. You know so you're going to. So that's definitely not. So first of all, I just want to say this. Yeah, go ahead. Queeby is 10-minute bites of shows that will be larger shows, right? Absolutely. You get just like a little bit of content uh, for that 10 minutes. But this one, weirdly... Quantent, Jack. This one actually is is a... It's 10 episodes at 10 minutes long, and so that's actually kind of like a little like web series, right? So it's kind of like a little like um, a, a web series. If you're doing a 10 episode run and each episode is less than 10 minutes long and it features a celebrity doing a Judge Judy thing. That's a web series? That's, that's, that's maybe what you might call a, a, a web series, a 2003 era web series, like a 2000. Nine era web series is is what we're talking about. When here. you raise too much funds and the product is dumb, that's the quibi. I got no problem. Like you know, uh, let get that money, uh, uh, Quissy Teigen. But um, just for me personally, for me personally, for me personally, oh yeah, does feel like a failed pilot. Yes, this is like the garbage dump. They well, they call- said that. They said they're picking up like. Or, or they imply they they're should, they picking should, up shows that other networks don't want. They should change the name of Quibi to Gardum. Gardum. 
Gardum? It's a shortened version garbage of garbage dump. dump. <laughs> Gardum. They should call it Gardum. <laughs> when the pilot anyway. is bad and no one wants it. Endeavor client. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, they're they are That's absolutely. Baby. They are uh, they are they are you know representing her best interest. They've got her over at uh She's obviously the co-host of uh, Paramount Network's Lip Sync Battle. Hell yeah. Which Get is a it. spinoff of uh, stupid fucking Jimmy Fallon's show yeah, or my whatever. Friend, my friend used to direct the Lip Sync Battle after show. Oh, really? Shout out to the Lip Sync Battle after show. I just want to say that, you know, I have nothing against your friend, but the thing that he works on shouldn't exist. How do you know their gender? You're right. The thing that they work on shouldn't exist. It was a guy. You're right. Well, the thing that he works on should not exist. They don't let women make directors. That's why I have to be a documentarian. <laughs> That's true. You have to make a I'm whole a, documentary so that you'll be able to do the lip sync battle after. I'm show. a documentarian. Okay, yeah. I'm a director. I'm yeah. a directress. Anyway, that's Quissy's court. That's Quissy's court on Quibi. Quoming, quoming next year when Quibi launches. Where? Hey, who's excited for Quibi to actually launch? Remember, we we I started the, we started the Quibi catch up to watch what would happen as this company fails before our very eyes. To watch this company fail before our very eyes. What if it succeeds? Kate. The yeah. last two articles we just saw okay. are they are seeking an additional billion dollars in funding, uh-huh. and their new pilot is Chrissy Teigen's Chrissy's Court. Okay. What if it succeeds? Could see. Could okay. Succeed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see I'm what happens. I'm a quick BB, and I stand a quick billion legend. <laughs> a quick billion legend. I only have time to watch shows in little chunks. That's yeah. right. I'm a queeby BB waiting in know. line, but the lighting is weirdly perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in line at Starbucks, and I want to just watch like one act of 24, but the fucking Netflix app is too dim. <gasps> Wait, there's a queeby here. Oh, my God. And the lighting is weirdly oh, perfect. Damn. There's a quibby. And... Oh, damn. Oh, well, damn. It, and if it's not perfect, you know, you know all you have to do? Slide that little <laughs> finger up in the way that's in the app, not the normal way. I love the Queeby. I'm a Queeby BB. I love you, Queeby. I love you, Queeby, so much. I love you, Queeby. Oh my God. Chrissy Teigen, Slay, tell me what the hell is going on. Who's guilty? Who's innocent? Chrissy, Quissy. Quissy. Quissy Teigen. Quissy. And that's not making fun, by the way. Of you Lisp. know of lisps or of uh, uh, speech impediments. That's making fun of the name Quibby when we Quibby. do that. When we do that, we're making fun of the name Quibby when we do that. I remember when you started the Quibby Quatch up, and I said that's so fucking boring and stupid. <laughs> hey Kate, our um, guest is almost here. Watch this. <gasps> I feel like are we a Quibby show? Wait a second. Oh, wait, a second. wait too dark. <clears throat> too dark. You didn't. You, don't do this. Now you're going to forget where our normal settings go. <laughs> okay. We have to take a break because our guest is here. And when we're back, we'll be live with Drew Spears. All right. We'll be back. All right. Everyone. Can you imagine if you could set the brightness on your own? All right. We'll be back, everybody. <laughs> Ribs. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome, we, we have a special guest now by our guest, Drew Spears. Drew, thanks for being here. Well, is your mic? Is your mic on? It's on. It's. I think it's on. Here, it's not on my headphones. Is that oh, I unplugged the headphones. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we're not on the headphones right now. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Drew uh, Spears is here. He's a dear, dear friend of mine and a very talented humorist. And and. 
He's a ta- oh, don't speak. No sweat. Here, I'll update the topic. My Zoom, my Zoom, like the vo- like the buttons busted, so it always like wants oh, to turn the volume off. So we're trying to get that fixed right here, but you know, you can you can start talking. I'll, I'll battle with the cool. The Zoom. I here. think Kate called me a humorist. I did. Uh, I a humorist, like in the yeah. Mark Twain sense. Mark Twain, <laughs> Garrison Keillor, Garrison Keillor's uh, book of erotic poetry. <laughs> uh, I also write erotic poetry yeah. that everyone looks at the person who wrote it and is like, oh yeah, that's who I want erotic poetry from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that would be here, guys. Thank you so much. True. Wow. Thank you so much. I've been trying to get you on the show many times. Uh, yeah. Um, it's early for it's you. It's very early. You're, I'm a na- night owl. You're a that's night true. owl. Um, you're, a, you're a man of the night. I'm a man of the night. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm i like, uh, is it the cartoon Gargoyles? Where real hot, <laughs> real hot mic. They say too loud. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. No. Shut up. So Drew, just try to whisper. Okay, no problem. I have real problem uh, modulating oh, my, my voice. Uh <laughs> Um, Stealing Valerie has a question for Drew. She says, Drew, are you influenced by Andy Borowitz? Being a humorist. I mean, early Andy Borowitz. uh, Freshman of Bel Air. Air. Air Uh, Did you guys consider going to see him up at the Dolby? What? Yeah, he was speaking at the Dolby. No, he did Dolby in April. Um, I was like, uh, I want to go, but I didn't. It was expensive. Yeah. Uh, how, how, expensive was, how much all these fucking making? things are like so expensive. Yeah. It's always like a hundred dollars. Capital like, Steps Save America is so expensive. What's I, Capital I, Steps? Capital Steps is that music uh, parody where this... they're like, uh, "Oh no, we do songs about." Tr- it's like really soft uh, political satire. Oh man, and it's not even like new pop culture. Uh, oh my lord! Yeah, it's like Pod Save America for even older people. Yeah, pr- Trump's military parade will be a good one okay, if you want to throw that out. Look here. Oh my God! Ladies and gentlemen, oh shit! The president is planning a rousing and impressive military parade to roll down the streets of Washington D.C. this fall. The Capitol steps now bring you this sneak preview. The fuck? All the production value of like your cousin's uh, musical review. This parade is lame, all right. Yet the army is going (laughs) along. Oh my God! Would join us for sure, but his bone spurs are too sore, so he's sitting. They all like that he didn't serve. That's one of the good things. He shouldn't have served in Vietnam. The army will obey. Good Lord. These are just like the political parodies you play, Jack. Yes, it is. These, they do a live show, apparently. Yeah, they do a lot. I think they have like three touring casts. Like, how much do they charge for this? Uh, it's like well into like the 80s. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have it at like fancy places like the La Mirada Performing Arts Center. Wow. Troops on display. All right, what a nightmare. That's so, so terrible. It's well, so good. There's so much great hell. stuff that we've already covered, but we're really here to talk about yeah. one thing, mm-hmm. and that is, well, it's the man of the hour, Chris Kattan. Everyone's talking about Chris Kattan. Everyone, I, I all the kids outside of uh, high schools are arguing over whether or not they like gay Hitler or gay <laughs> Elvis more. Um, Where do you stand? Oh, I'm a gay Elvis guy. You're a gay Elvis guy. No, gay see, Elvis guy. That's what he I did think. so many great gay characters. <laughs> well, and that's what's interesting about the book, and I'm not all the way... Okay, well, I don't know why I just said the book as though anyone would know what the fuck okay. I'm talking right. about. Okay, so 
something we've discovered because Brooke and uh, Drew and I are reading the book right now. We're reading Chris Kattan's memoir, Baby Don't Hurt Me, and we're doing it because Drew's hosting a show called Cook oh, oh. Cook Blub. The only good book club. I did make the poster for she it. She did. I did uh, make the for it. On short notice, uh, wow. Kate really killed it. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting... I just read a bunch of dumb bullshit, and I was like, it'd be nice to force everyone in my life to read it, too, <laughs> under the guise of entertainment. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to do so, a book club comedy show. Uh, you don't have to read the book. Um, uh, you should. You should. It would be, be good. Better. But, like, it's a big ask to be, like, 10 bucks and also buy a $14 book. Right. Uh, but, if you, but if you buy the book, you get in what, the for book. a discount? Oh, you, if they buy the book, they get in for a yeah, discount? Yeah, I'll give you a discount code. It's uh, I bought the book, um, all caps. I also made a discount code for KDAM. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Wow. So it let's just, plug that. All caps, KDAM. So if you wow. want to come to the show, get a discount code. Yeah. Use KAM, all caps. It's wow. Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. That's this uh, year. Yeah, <laughs> and it's 730, next week. <laughs> 7.30 at Blue uh, Rooster Art Supply. Um, if you want to come, but uh, you can't afford to do so, find me in the dms or something like that and i have a promo code for people uh who uh can't pay or That's maybe great. even just don't want to i'm not gonna you like, know i like that you. i like that uh that model of like just DM you can us. get in for free but you have to uh tell us, tell us what your name is yeah, you have to like you have not... to ask me directly and yeah. then i will let you get in for it's free it's like <laughs> uh you know if you're able to lie to my face or go like ahead. on digitally go for it <laughs> go ahead um, <laughs> go with god uh, go with yeah god. i mean uh so so i'll put it like this uh i did rent the space out and i'm paying staff right. so yeah. like yeah. uh so try to pay. <laughs> yeah, my hierarchy of needs is like I want a bunch of people to be there. Then it's like I don't want to take a bath on it, but yeah. I prioritize people being there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I I think it's time for uh, literature and book clubs to no longer being the like province of like the stuffy elites. nerds yeah. and it's elites, or you know people making giggles about like uh, shit. No one is smart enough to know. Listen, right. This is a book club for people who don't want to read something yeah. hard and Good feel book. embarrassed. I'm Easy sorry. Book. Like, Oprah has been controlling book clubs for too long. For far too long. She's a billionaire, and yeah. we need to bring it back into the hands of the people. Has she ever done the Chris Kattan book? No, not no. yet. No. In fact, I think it's very uh, conspicuous that she ended her show before she could do it. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I wonder. You've got very to suspicious. wonder if that's... Intentional. Uh, I, I think it might be. Um, and it also would not surprise me that um, if I'm not done with the book, if like on page, page like 200, it's like, yeah, I fucked Oprah. Yeah. It could be. No. Okay. So, so, so let's talk about the book a little bit. So yes. many revelations. I opened this book. Well, I've been listening to it on audiobook. Yeah. Um, Which is good. It's just the same. Yeah. That's it's reading a book. Well, That's I did a big a road trip by myself back from Vegas, so I was yeah. like, this is the perfect It's a podcast trip. that makes you proud. <laughs> it's a podcast that makes you proud. Um, that's audiobooks. Um, but I had no idea I'd be this riveted. And I, and I had no idea. I, I'm dreaming about Chris Kattan. Like, he has fully yeah. seeped into my life. I can't stop thinking about Chris Kattan, of yeah. all people. Yeah, I'm doing deep dives on his other, like, projects, like... Uh, Corky Romano, the sure. one where he's like plays twins. Uh, Did you give it a rewatch? Dancing with, I mean, that was the first time I, I popped my Corky Romano cherry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know that Bollywood uh, famous IFC show he did. He did a show where he moves to India to become a Bollywood star. Um, I fully didn't know that at and, all. 
you know, Jack asked, you know, if I'm a fan of gay Hitler and <laughs> gay Elvis. And Kate, you might know better than I. Sure. I was like, okay, at some point he's going to like address like, oh, I play a lot of like, you know, coded as queer characters because like maybe I have queer tendencies or you right. know anything like that but no the book's mostly just about him bagging strange his yeah. his book is i mean at least 50 percent about all the hot hot babes he's <laughs> he comes so a out bit of a moby book a bit of a moby's it's quite literally a moby situation because he dated zoe de chanel when she was only 21 years old oh, wow. and he was 35 he was so like, guys i got in on the ground floor right after uh almost famous i because jimmy fallon was in almost famous and he's just like <laughs> i i called up jimmy and i was like yo let's make this happen he <laughs> fell in love with her and then she broke up with him because she had to do a movie where she was single and she was like i have to experience being single <laughs> and i'm sure for no other reason yeah that's um, the only reason like, She's like, the up. only reason to break up with Chris Kattan is to go method as being signal. Being uh, Honestly, it, like, Zoe. All right. But even better, he blames that uh, breakup for getting him cook, hooked on cocaine. Yes, he literally does. And then he, like, quotes uh, Jackie Chan about how Jackie Chan is like, I don't like to take aspirin after I, right. like, hurt myself Isn't in a Jackie movie. Isn't Jackie Chan a drug addict? I don't know don't about know. that. That's... Did I make that up? <laughs> don't say that about Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh... What the fuck is with that? Why don't don't, don't... <laughs> Jackie Chan's one of the good ones. <laughs> I don't think he is. Oh no, Jackie Chan's son. His son His went son. to prison. Also, Jack's blocked from the website. This is scmp.com. <laughs> no. Um, also, it's like Chinese news or something. What the uh, fuck is this? Chris Kattan. SCMP. Chris Kattan dated uh, Jane Herman, who is the woman that the Maroon Five you can't album song news. about. Jack, Jane. Jack just discovered through searching about Chris Jackie Chan's son that you can't read ac- uh, Chinese news. I can't access the Chinese news site as South China Morning Post. <laughs> like, block, you can't do it. You're They're blocked. like, we can't let him in on it. He'll He'll bring down the whole project. I can't, I can't access South China. I like China. Hold on a second. Okay. Jack, we're not going to go. This is a tangent we don't need to go Jack, on. Jack, can you say China like how Trump me, says China. it? If you're worried about me, China, this is right on my, this no. is right there Jack. on my bookshelf right there. Allegedly. The governance of China. China, you can let me in. You can let me read the webpage. You can oh let me God. in. Jack, can you say China like how Trump says it? Oh, China. It's like China. <laughs> Didn't um what's his name? Antamonic invented him saying Gina as right, China as China. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Antamonic um, invented that. Antamonic <laughs> <laughs> invented China. Yeah. Um okay, but I do want to talk about okay, oh, I want to talk yeah. about it. He, it's like, he doesn't come off great in the book. He doesn't No, he doesn't. He doesn't come off you feel sad for him. He feels like pre, he's pretty open about his flaws. Yeah. Um, he dated the woman that the album uh, Maroon Five saw about Jane yeah, was I got written there. about. I'm a, I'm, and uh, he dated her when that album came out and, he and would, it made him go full on and insane. Yeah, so he's like dating Jane from, from Maroon 5's debut album, Songs About Jane, and he's like at the grocery store at Whole Foods listening to Adam Levine sing like I had to make her come every night. <laughs> What's the lyric? It's like she always come in every night. <laughs> yeah, it's like just the lyrics. Like I made her come every you night. You know, I like that song's about me. Yeah. So hard to keep her satisfied. 
I love that song in high school, and it never that whole cum lyric. No, like, never, never. Right over my. Mind. Right I was over like, my yeah, head. she's gonna come over. She comes every over to the night. house. Like yeah. they like to see each other so much. Keep her coming over. every night. Right? Just yeah. get coming over. Yeah, coming yeah. over to the house. I, I had no idea that people could come. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Katan was raised partially. In a Buddhist monastery in Mount Baldy. At Mount Baldy, much like Leonard Cohen. Yeah, he grew what up in the. the he grew up in the his mountains. His dad was a big time Buddhist. His dad. Uh, his stepdad. Like, is... Oh, stepdad. Uh, his. Oh yeah, I thought it was Kip King. His dad, dad. Oh no, no, you're right. His parents were both Buddhists. They met um at some Zen center. Okay. In L. A. And then they got divorced when he was three. And then his mom remarried like another in- insanely Buddhist guy. Yeah. Um. And like his dad would split his time. Like during the weeks, he was like an OG groundling, and then during the weekend, it was like time. No, it was vice versa. He would spend his week at, at a Buddhist retreat, and then he would go to a groundling show. Imagine being in a Zen yeah. meditative place, and then like stepping on. Zip 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 zip. It's like too much noise. Fuck. You know, it's it's like. It's a lot. Like, there's no groundedness anywhere. No. There's no, like, regular And you're life. a child, and you're just like, I guess this is normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, not a solid ground to start from, but I really, okay, so we, we got to talk about we chapter talk, 10. We got to talk about chapter, chapter 10. 10. If you this is why. Hey, Shampoo, like yeah, you said, what happened? Shampoo, knows. Um, um, this is why you come to the show. Because I can't talk Im- 10. imagine a scenario where we don't spend two hours talking okay, about this. So, I want to just talk about briefly what happens in chapter 10 i encourage everyone to read it and draw your own conclusions because obviously there's this book i'm shocked it's not so popular there's yeah there's not that many this is hotter than the moby thing this is, I really, <laughs> this I really is a think hotter so. this is a hotter news bite than the no the moby thing and no one's written about it um I don't think. I don't think so. No, um, uh, and it just proves that like it's just being discussed on the intellectual uh, dark web. <laughs> it really is currently so, only by people who are too dangerous to yeah. appear in the mainstream. Yeah, it's also Sam Harris. You can, <laughs> you can kind of tell that like the publicist for the book was like, "Here's the soundbite, or here's the like part of the book you should write about the broken neck thing." That's what all the Chris Kattan articles are about. How he broke his neck. That, that's oh, a right. little spicy, but this is very spicy. This, how do you break his neck? Doing like uh, a mango this, move. This or was something? not in the press release. I'll okay. say this about his broken neck. He makes it very clear what a physically demanding job being Chris Kattan is. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's straight up, like, first chapter, it's like, doing Mr. Peepers is like running a marathon. And I believe it. Yeah, I, I do believe it. I do a little bit too. of table setting for chapter 10. Yes, please. please. The SNL movie... Night at the Roxbury. Yep. We've all seen it. We all like the Roxbury Boys sketches, and we've always we wondered. Them. We love them, folks. Love um, and we've always wondered why didn't that movie worked out like every other SNL movie that everyone agrees right. is a huge this sketch, success. This sketch where guys stand in a room and put their head like that over <laughs> and, then, and over again. And then How thrust, did that not work? Thrust for them? At, a, yeah. at people yeah, like like, the, like do like like they're like. For the record, I love I loved that movie. I was I was a child when yeah. it came out, and I so loved we all it. wondered why the fuck didn't that work out yeah so um you know but also like seriously why didn't chris katana and will ferrell who came up through the ground like together were performing yeah. partners for years why, why do they not continue why isn't why isn't chris katan on the funnier die masthead right why didn't jack why didn't you write any videos of like chris katan well, for like uh 
uh, Hillary Clinton. You'll find I there's didn't write a, you'll, any videos you'll... about uh, uh, of Chris Kattan and Hillary Clinton, but but Kattan did do some funnier die work. Uh, yeah, that's, he, that's... he was very happy with his uh, Bane impression. Uh, uh, if you wow. want to see this briefly, yeah. it's a little bit of funnier die. We have very little time left. Oh no, so we have to get into this deck. We don't have time for the. This, uh, I think we can. There's like Kattan, yeah, Bane, no. whatever. Who cares? Okay. Let's get into it. We only okay. have eight minutes, like um, seven and a half minutes. This is left. why you need to come to the show on Wednesday. Okay, so. Lauren's like, we got to do a Roxbury Boys uh, movie. Yeah. They say, great, uh, let's get working on it. Um, they try to bring on Amy Hackerling of Clueless Flame, fame as a director or producer. She lands as a uh, producer. Um, and this is all in the book, and I presume a fact checker and legal team has put it. Chris Kattan says that he was hanging out with Amy Hackerling. Wait, wait, wait. He, was, he has a girlfriend at the time. Yes, uh, Jennifer Coolidge. He's dating Jennifer Coolidge at the time. What a dream. Um, I mean, this guy. He's hanging out with Amy Hackerling, talking about the movie, and she just turns to him and goes, are we going to fuck or what? Um, uh, that may not be a direct quote. Um, and then he's like, he's like, oh. A little Weinstein. Yeah, a little, what? And then he goes and he says no. He says no. Out. Um, because he's, he says it's because he's in a relationship, even though he does want to fuck uh, Amy Hackerling. Then someone at SNL gives him a call, and let's just say in the voice of maybe uh, beloved uh, character Dr. Evil says, yeah. uh, Chris, uh, Amy's thinking about leaving uh, the project. You should really fuck uh, Amy Heckerling. Yeah. That, that, that's real. So Lauren Michaels... That's in the book. Lauren Michaels kind of workplace... I mean, allegedly workplace harasses... That's that's harassment. Yeah, no, that's not cool. That's at least harassment, right? They say that's that at least harassment. Lauren Michaels tells Chris Kattan that you should, you have a girlfriend, you should fuck Amy Heckerling, you should get together with Amy Heckerling, or else she's going to quit the movie. Or else she's going to quit the movie. And he does. Uh, and he does. And and he talks about how he's scared for her career because she has more power over him. She is essentially ghost directing the film. Yeah. She's not the credited director, but she is directing the movie. Yeah. Uh, while during production, they continue to hook up and like uh, people kind of get wind of it. But at the same time, Chris Kattan like falls for his female co-star, whose name uh, I don't know. Am- um, Amber from Clueless. Amber from Clueless. Um, so everyone catches wind of all of this. Um, you know, the movie wraps. Uh, people immediately get the wind that, of, he was fucking... that this movie isn't going to be good. And his co-star... This... Will Ferrell ghosts the movie doesn't do any press doesn't do anything and at the time Kattan says oh maybe he knew it was a bomb but then when uh they got back to snl and this is all in the book i am just reiterating what happens um like day one of the next season Farrell uh pulls him into a writer's room and is like hey man we're not friends anymore i don't want to socialize with you anymore I don't. I don't got love for you. I'll work with you on SNL. That's, That's it. it. That's it. That's it. A, a ten plus year relationship. Yeah. Why? Is it and, and it's heavily. It? It's heavily implied that it's because he was fucking Amy Hackerling. Yeah, I think Will I mean, Ferrell had a problem with it. There were also um, like points made that people were upset with how the Jennifer Coolidge relationship ended. Um, especially ground his groundlings friends and I would put Will Ferrell in that camp. Yeah, and I also think for Ferrell it's like that's the first movie he starred in and like then his like, you know, equal like just started like fucking the director. I mean from the outside just seemed like, you know, just like sticking his dick in whatever. Right. And like 
Um, so like, so, I think that's pretty harsh, but like, also like, I, mean, I, I can kind of get in that headspace. Okay, so this is this is the story that that I can't get out of my head. There's many ways to interpret what happened. Chris Kattan does not say he was harassed. He does not say he was coerced into sleeping with Amy. He does not say he was Neither like did Monica Lewinsky. He he he's not painting himself in necessarily like a victim narrative here, but you read the book and you can't help but think it's like, like weird. Can't help but think like his boss told him to sleep with his other boss, yeah. and like then he got in trouble for sleeping with his boss, and then kind of like Lauren hated him after that. Like yeah. lost his life. He would like, like go around to the offices of SNL and be like, "Does anyone write a write uh, a uh, sketch where gay uh, Elvis duets <laughs> with Counting Crows?" And everyone would give him a cold shoulder. No, and that, dude. Um. So Why don't you that's go back to Amy Heckerling. That's Chris. the that's the goss. I want to talk about yeah. one other thing about Please, Night of the Roxbury. Yeah. I know you have two minutes left. Or so. I, I also three, have a piece of left. I have a piece of goss up I was given last night that's not in the book. So I'll, I want to say that as well. Okay, jump in because like okay. that's probably. I'm going to jump in here. It's about Jennifer Coolidge. Um, this this is from an unnamed source. I will not name my source, but someone told me that there's a famous story about Chris Kattan and Jennifer Coolidge when they broke up. Jennifer Coolidge said, "Hey, like I have a painting that I really like. Um, I, it's not valuable. I got it at a yard." but can I get it back from you? And he said, I can't find it. Okay. So years later, apparently, um, Jennifer Coolidge has a friend who's going over to Chris Kattan's house. She says, hey, can you see if the painting's there? Can you just see if my painting, he still has it? Um, the friend goes over to Chris Kattan's house. It's hanging above the fireplace. He stole Jennifer Coolidge's <laughs> painting. Um, and also, like, alleged, this is all alleged. This is all allegedly. alleged. Also, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, people say that's an example of him as, like, a liar. Uh, allegedly. Really interesting. That's, I wish I was a groundling, so I had all the... Because I, I, I don't got that font of... Uh, groundlings cross. I wanna, I wanna do like a Leo in The Departed and like go into deep cover and just so I can just like finally become a groundling and yes. just like get fifty years of groundlings gossip. Oh, there's no, gotta be true. so much. Those hallowed walls on yeah. Melrose oh, yeah. Ave. They sing. No. Okay, so this is the other thing in that chapter I want to talk about. They're talking about like. Um, promo with uh, Lauren Michaels around the movie, and Lauren Michaels is like. Uh, promotions, marketing, whatever. The one thing I care about is that the movie poster from Night at the Roxbury oh, yeah. is at a sky blue background with clouds. All of my movies that have uh, success have sky blue backgrounds with clouds Wait, as the background. Lauren, Lauren. Lauren. He swears. Lauren now, says his at... secret to success is having a movie poster with a sky blue background. Now, you may notice the Night at the Roxbury, it, they nixed that idea. Yes. But, uh, Jack, could you pull up uh, the poster for Coneheads? <laughs> Here. It's stuck on the bane. I know. Move it over there. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Holy yeah. shit, actually. Yeah. It's, Hold on a second here. Let there's me actually right a science over. to this, except for maybe the ladies' man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the ladies' man has a blue uh, background, but he said at the time that only uh, It's Pat and uh, um, Stuart Smalley saves his family were the ones that didn't have it. Coneheads. Coneheads, Cone blue sky blue background. Sky. Wayne's World, Wayne's blue, World. Sky blue sky background. Wayne's World 2, blue, blue sky, sky background. Ladies' man, blue, blue sky, sky background. Blue yes. sky background. It's Pat, no. It's Pat. Big, big Super star. Superstar, kind of. Yeah, there's some. There's, there's a cloud in the background. Yeah. I feel like that was a negotiation. Yeah. 
Night at the Roxbury. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He does like the blue sky backgrounds. Why? I wonder if that Pete Davidson movie is going to have a sky background. <laughs> Absolutely it will. Absolutely it will. Though I think Lauren's not a producer on that. Oh, he's not. No. Is that an Apatow movie, right? Uh, MacGruber didn't. Um, but I just think like, at the time. Sometimes uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, is good. Yeah, I like it when the uh, girl eats the sub really fast, yeah. and then like Chris Farley is like, "Wow!" I just said that out loud, and just Ralph heard to me that like that sounds like I find it arousing. And I, <laughs> I do. Oh, it's I guess I do. Frozen for a second. What the fuck's going Uh-oh. on here? Uh-oh. Oh, oh no! No, the sound is working, but the okay, video. Here we there go. we go. Well, hey, everyone, the show's over. It's nine a.m. I gotta fucking time. take a rest because I'm doing a sixteen-hour trucking stream. Goddamn, that's amazing. Two hours. Amazing. It's gonna be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's gonna be really, really bad. Thank you for joining us everybody and uh, please uh, please go to cook blub, cook blub. It, the, the link i'll put it in the chat here but it's it's cook blub one yeah dot eventbrite.com here's yeah. the long link if you want a long link um here's all right the link everybody uh, um and you uh, can thank follow you for joining us this is drew spears guys drew. thank you so much uh i will be back soon drew spurs like what's at the uh bottom of a boot yeah drew yeah. at drew spurs we'll see you at Jack's Trucking Stream at twitch.tv slash Bazizio Gaming. At, Keep on uh, trucking. 11 a.m. We'll see you pretty soon, everybody. in a couple hours there. Um, goodbye. Hell yeah. This is the outro song of Jack AMFM. It's the oh, outro. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the outro, everyone. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that, another episode of Jack AM. Um, as we said in the intro, um, if you like what you heard and you want to see stuff as well, Tune in any every weekday at twitch.tv slash jackam. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, rate or and review us. Tell your friends. And uh, tell your friends to subscribe on Twitch, too. Yeah. So Some um, people are visual people. Some people are audio people. Whatever you are is fine. Um, anyway, thank you for listening to the show. And uh, we will be back soon. Bye.